The Plastic Surgery Hub Podcast. Connecting people with practitioners. I'm here today with Dr. Scott Turner, who's a plastic and cosmetic surgeon. He has a clinic in, um, D- he consults in DY, Leichhardt and Newcastle. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk yeah. to us today. Thanks, sir. Now, I just wonder, can you give us a rundown of the procedures and treatments that um, you provide at your surgery? So our practice is fairly broad. We cover a lot of the general aesthetic areas. So mm-hmm. our main areas are breast aesthetics. We do a lot of breast implants, breast lift with implants, breast anomalies such as tuberous breast and mm-hmm. reductions. And also do the body contouring, so tummy tucks, liposuction, and also do an interest in labiaplasty. Mm-hmm. And then some general, um, you know, aesthetics around the face. Okay. Um, but the main focus is breast and body. Okay. Um, with, with the labiaplasty, I've heard that you've got a, a special technique. So, yeah, so there is a few different techniques that have been evolved, I suppose, over the, the years from... Mm-hmm sort of wedge resections and deepocellialization techniques and just pure amputation. So mm-hmm. we do more of a composite labiaplasty. Okay. Um, just find that it addresses all the areas of concerns a little bit better and gives much more natural shape. Mm-hmm. And the scar is sort of hidden more posterior um, mm-hmm. and so it's not visible and it has a lower rate of dehiscence than a standard wedge technique. Okay. Oh, great to know because we get a lot of inquiry and, and it's hard to know, you know, yeah, because well, yeah. the jury's out on you know how safe it is, but no, it is. Uh, it is, I suppose, more of an area that women are coming empowered about and mm-hmm. becoming more topical. So people are asking about it. Yeah, I think people have been fearful about talking about it, you know, before and have been nervous and haven't really known who to actually mm. seek treatment about. You know, most of the women we do, you know, we get their either younger girls that mm-hmm. you know in the late teens to early 20s that might have had moderate to severe asymmetries, mm-hmm. or you get the ones post-pregnancies, you know, in their 30s, 40s or 50s had multiple pregnancies, and then getting symptoms, um, you know, irritation and wearing clothing and exercising. And for us, it's a fairly simple technique, mm-hmm. has very low risk, um, they don't get any altered sensation, mm-hmm. you know, you have a very fine scar that heals extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. And within sort of seven to ten days, most people are back at work doing normal activities Great. and three to four weeks they can go back to the gym and mm-hmm. re- go for a run and, and you know, six weeks, pretty much back to, normal. back to normal. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Now, can you tell us what um, after-surgery care you provide for your patients and why it's such an important part of the process? Yeah, I think, you know, pre-operative assessment and making sure that people are fully in, uh, informed about their procedure is extremely important Mm -hmm. and so the post-operative care starts before the surgery so we see everyone twice you know a minimum you know a few weeks apart so initially we see people and go through all the sort of you know try to address all their expectations and what they should expect after surgery and that includes the good and the bad Mm -hmm. and then give them time to go home and think about it and see them again and then just reinforce those, those points so that when you know, there's nothing unexpected that mm-hmm. really should come up from. And it's important during follow-up that, you know, we see people frequently. So we see most of our people, most of our patients, at least sort of six to seven times in the first year. Mm-hmm. You see them fairly frequently initially after surgery, so around one week, mm-hmm. around three or four weeks, around three months, six months, and then 12 months, just as a, a, a rough rule. Because 
you know, especially with things like breast implants or mm-hmm. breast reduction, with scar maturing, things change. And, yeah. And people need to sort of be, you know, guided along the way and see how we can sort of, you know, make sure that their recovery is as, as optimal as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, we see so many patients that have come in and had surgery elsewhere mm-hmm. and they might have seen a surgeon once or twice after their surgery. I know. <laughs> and then comes to three months and, yeah. they're, and they're discharged from a clinic, mm-hmm. you know, where... For us, especially when we look at breast implants, mm-hmm. we want to see patients for at least the first 10 years. Yeah. Um, because things change. People put on weight, they mm-hmm. lose weight, they have kids, mm-hmm. their skin relaxes, you know, the implants can move or, you know. Of course. Um, so, and we don't want to find a patient five years down the track and, know, you know, they've had a complication for three or four Absolutely. years. We'd yeah. rather, you know, pick it up as we go along and make sure that they're fully informed and so it's not a matter of just having your breast implants, it's having them and getting checked all the time and, and yeah. you know, follow up, make sure everything's okay and feel comfortable in the whole process. And it's, and it's part of that education, even pre-op, getting patients to understand that, which mm-hmm. is difficult because it's really difficult getting patients to come back mm-hmm. like because they get to six weeks and they feel great. Mm. They're you know, back swimming, exercise, training, mm-hmm. you know, doing that normal stuff and it's really trying to educate them that you know, things will change you know, the way it looks now, that might be different in two, three, five years' time. Mm-hmm. And that we really want to be part of that journey and for them to come back and make sure that, you know, that they're looked after as things change in their life. Yeah. You know, they might have had kids, they might have been mm-hmm. pregnant, mm-hmm. they might have developed a complication like a capsular contracture. Mm-hmm. And that those things are addressed in a timely fashion. Um, and even things now with implants, when you look at stuff like ALCL and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, while it's extremely rare, you know, that's Good why we sort of following mm. up, especially breast implant patients, to make yeah. sure that these things are picked up in a timely fashion and we don't have, you know, problems. Yeah, the aftercare is so important. That's it's just such a major part. Okay, so what's the... Well, actually, that's probably one of the point of difference. So I was say, what is the point of difference about you and your clinic that patients are drawn to? I think the biggest thing for us is honesty. You know, we try to... Yeah, we're not trying to be a flash clinic. We're not trying to be the, you know, the plastic surgeon to the stars. We mm-hmm. treat normal people. We mm-hmm. treat mums. You know, yeah. we understand that it takes a, a lot of time for them to, you know, take a few weeks out of their life to mm-hmm. have surgery, mm-hmm. and you know, they're often the husband or something. You know, someone else has got to look after their kids. So, and you know, we're aware of that and how much you know that time. That, you know, it's a big thing for them to take that time out of their family life. Yeah. So we're honest with them, you know, we're supportive of the process that they're going through and make sure that they're fully informed about mm-hmm. costs of surgery, the amount of time they're going to need, the amount of support they're going to need after surgery. And seeing them, you know, during that follow-up period that, you know, that they're not just left, mm-hmm. um, that we see them, you know, several times in that first few months. Yep. You know, give them advice and guidance and reassurance about how things are going. That's great. That's so good because we get people all the time who've, who've just been abandoned and left, so it's, that's fantastic. You often perform many different procedures in your surgery, but is there a particular one that you prefer and why? So we're quite passionate about aesthetic breast surgery just because the, the range of procedures that we offer. So um, breast aesthetics have changed dramatically over the last you know, 10 to 20 years with the range of techniques we offer, with including fat grafting now, um, surgical lifts, but we're particularly, you know, you know, we really enjoy doing sort of the breast anomalies, so tuberous breast, um, I think is a particular 
because these are women that have often had difficulty with you know, different shaped breasts, mm -hmm. or breasts you know, well out of the norm for many years and then taken the leap to have surgery. And they're quite complex procedures and they're not a simple breast augmentation. Mm -hmm. And unless they see someone that has a particular interest in it and can address the whole, you know, the, 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 the whole range of deformities that can be involved in that symptom, then they don't get an ideal result. So it's not as simple as just putting a, a, an implant in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a complex procedure, it involves modifying the gland, often adding volume with fat, using shaped implants um, and surgical lifts. And there's a lot of settling that goes on along with that. Okay. Um, and is there anything that you think patients overlook in their planning for their plastic surgery procedures? I think the biggest thing to overlook is the, the t length of time for recovery. I think people expect that it's, they're just going to have surgery and, and bounce back super quick. But trying to educate patients that they're having a surgical protect, uh, procedure, especially things like tummy tucks, you know, if you're repairing their muscle. If someone was having abdominal surgery and having their gallbladder out or their appendix out, people know they're going to be sore for six weeks and they're not going to be back to normal running around for a couple of months. But you get this expectation that if you're going to have a tummy tuck, then two weeks later, you're going to be running around. Mm. Great. So if you'd like to see um, book in for a consult to see Dr. Turner, you can get in touch with him direct at the bottom link um, from this video, or you can email us at info at plasticsurgeryhub.com.au. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Plastic Surgery Hub podcast. Visit plasticsurgeryhub.com.au. Thank you.